Welcome to the Newsmakers Podcast. I'm Billy Hollowell, and this is a show where we go behind the headlines every day to bring you an interview with a pastor, entertainer, politician, or other notable news figure. And this is a show, again, it's daily, but it's based on our weekly TV show, which is also called Newsmakers. You can watch it on the CBN News Channel and also on our YouTube page. And on this show, every day, we dive deep. It's a little more longer form with one of the people who you will often see on our Newsmakers show or across the CBN News platforms. On today's podcast, we're sitting down with evangelist Nick Hall. We're gonna be talking about revival and a very special project he has going on right now in North Dakota. Without any further ado, here is Nick Hall. Nick, I always love getting to connect with you and talk with you about what is happening in this country spiritually and through Pulse. You guys are always on the road doing amazing things. But before we get into what you're working on right now, you have had a front row seat for quite a while now to evangelism efforts, to just the spiritual side of what is happening in America what and I know this is a loaded question, but what is happening right now in your view spiritually in this country? Yeah, I think uh, we're in the middle of a, you know, a reformation of sorts. I think there's a a shift happening. I think there's a undoing. Um, I think a lot of the things that we've put our hope in for a long time uh, aren't working. And I think God is using that to draw many, many people to himself. So I think you're seeing changes happen within churches, changes happen within families. But I really do believe that this is an awakening moment that many are turning to Jesus. Tons of young people are on the front lines of this, but I think there really is revival. You hear this word thrown around all the time. But, But man, I've never seen anything like it. I think people are more open. I think people are are more hungry for the gospel than they've been in decades. And so I see this as a tremendously exciting time. And uh, I, my, my line is uh, everybody's complaining about the darkness and how bad it is. And I say, man, there's never been a better time to be in the light business than today. Yeah, no, it's so true. And, you know, I think there's a lot there's a lot to lament about culture and what has happened in young people. And we're so negative about young people. And again, you get to see the other side of that, too, because let's be honest, what we've been watching from Asbury down the line has been young people stepping up to the plate, finding faith. One of the things that's been interesting, and of course, I'm always careful with Hollywood stories, right? Because Hollywood's a tough place and it's really easy to say you're a Christian. We see this in mainstream culture and to not really be one, but you're seeing a lot of people in Hollywood and music who really seem to be experiencing something, right? They seem to be finding Jesus authentically and again, we don't know everybody's hearts, but even Daddy Yankee the other day, you saw Kat Von B. I mean, this has been, I think in in my view, and I've been covering this stuff for a long time, I've never seen so many celebrities seem to have those experiences. What what has that been like for you to kind of watch from your perspective? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's really exciting. You know, I um one of the things that we do, we put on these big campaigns that are evangelistic. But then the other side of the coin is my life was really changed by mentoring and discipleship leaders really making space for me. And it was everything from humble pastors to big name evangelists like Billy Graham and Luis Palau. But because of that, we have really thrust our efforts into finding and raising up young evangelists. So right now we found 300 uh, that, and this is three years of 100, we're a third year they're from all over America. They are diverse. They're all 18 to 30. 
They're everything from, you know, one was on Wall Street, one is a rocket scientist, one was the number two pick in the WNBA draft, one was an Olympic weightlifter, so totally diverse. But their stories across the board are that God is stirring in ways that none of them can explain, right? So they're just, the expectation is high. Uh, one of them recently was invited by a former Disney star who just came to Christ and was like, hey, will you come share the gospel at my concert? So it's packed out club in LA and they'd bring this young, you know, literally fire-breathing evangelist. And he's like singing all these peppy songs, but he's like, we need the gospel shared. Hey man, will you come? And uh, and so like, I think for the young people, they're like, well, duh, this is what happens. Like people are turning to what is the real thing. And so the expectation is there. The joy is there. And I think, yeah, from celebrity culture, you mentioned it, Daddy Yankee, you know, and, and I just think it's it's spreading. It really is spreading. No, it is. And it's and it's interesting to see. And again, you guys have been on the front lines of training and getting those young evangelists out there. And so it's it's interesting to hear that celebrities are kind of calling on them. And you see that. You do. You see at concerts, you've seen Justin Bieber and some others who have really brought faith in. And so I do think rather than criticizing celebrities, which is what a lot of people do, as Christians, we should be praying for for people that they're able to stay on that path, that they get the right people around them, right? I mean, that's where a lot of our efforts should be. I know, again, people get skeptical on these um, stories, but but they've been really, really fascinating to watch. Now, another interesting thing, you guys are embarking on a two-year mission. You are always, again, coming up with amazing ways to spread the gospel, but you're working in North Dakota the reason to or take us a little bit through what you're doing right now and what your overarching goals yeah so this is uh this is my home right so pulse started in north dakota i was born and raised in north dakota uh i know it's a common vacation spot for you billy um you know it's like I, my joke i've never been i'd love to i've come on man now i'd really like to be home we were just doing some events in Costa Rica and Panama, and I said, you know where I'm from? Jesus talks about it in the Bible. And they said, really? And I said, yeah. He said, Jerusalem, Judea, ends of the earth. That's where I'm <laughs> from. And uh, and so anyway, I just, I just think that there's something about home for all of us. And I think that's where Jesus gave the command. He said, you know, I, I want you to start in Jerusalem, then go to Judea. But for the disciples, they're Jerusalem. This is home. Right. And so I think all of us start where you're planted, be bold, be a witness. And for us, it's like I've been praying for my home, my hometown, my home state for 20 years. And for 20 years, we've done events all over, but we've never had like right now, we literally have 200, 300 young men and women that are on fire for God. And this state is full of rural communities that are underserved, uh, First Nations communities that are underserved. As well as just like everywhere else, diversity coming in, you know, into the university towns. And so we're we're embarking to blanket every corner of the state over the coming two years. I mean, I'm talking every nursing home, you know, that we'll have programming in, every juvenile center, every recovery center, every small town church that wants a young evangelist to come and preach. We're like, man, what if we could unleash, you know, into five hundred pulpits? You know, what if we could go into in hundreds of small towns and big cities, you know, from the state capital on to the biggest stadium, the whole state. And so we're here now. Uh, we've done we're doing eight cities across the state, which is cities is a generous term. 
uh, for North Dakota. But these are amazing. You know, hundreds of people every night responding to the gospel. And we're just throwing out the vision saying, hey, it's harvest time. And we really believe this is something that can spread all over America. But for me, it's like, hey, we're going to start back home and uh, grassroots, really homegrown. Let's see what God can do. So we've had young evangelists out with us. It's been a blast. Servers are coming to Christ. You know, people at truck stops are coming to Christ. And people coming out to these events are coming to Christ every night. That's amazing. And, and you know, you've done a lot of national big events. You've done a lot of local events. You, you really are always very strategic. I do think there's something to, you know, going to your, your home state and really focusing. And, and I think that's something for all of us to think about. How can we focus in our communities and really try to bring about spiritual change? But but what is it for you that keeps you going? Because you've been doing this a long time now, and you're always iterating. You're always coming up with new ideas. What what keeps that passion alive for you to continue on this work? Yeah, it's a great question, because what you start with doesn't keep you going uh, later on. You know, it's like, <laughs> It, it, early on, it's motivating to, wow, traveling is so fun. Or, uh, oh, man, until it's not. Eventually, yeah, it is not. Yeah. Or being in front of a big crowd is such a rush, you know. Uh, to be honest, man, I, uh, I've i wanted to quit so many times. And, um, and you know, I just, I'm, I'm in this because God has changed my life. And I'm in this because I love Jesus. And I'm in this because, uh, you know, I, I just believe that, the gospel is the best news on earth. And, and I think lately the thing that gets me up in the morning, I mean, other than just my relationship with God and my family, but it really is like, just for the one, like I, I've done the really big things and have had, you know, whatever, uh, in my lane, what is success? I don't even know, but I just think it's like, I don't know, God, I know that you have people today that need you. And, um, and so here I am in Grand Forks today and later on today, I'm going to be in Devil's Lake, North Dakota. And, and I'm genuinely excited, not necessarily about the event. Like I'm excited about the people I'm going to come across today. And that's like the most exciting part of my day. Isn't an event. It's the random people I'm going to meet that I know are hurting. And so I just think like, this is simple life on life Christianity. Like this is everywhere we go there's people that are struggling through life they're alone they're overwhelmed i mean they're just like us right they're battling through it and it's like i think people are one conversation away from a lot of things and for for my vantage point they're one conversation away from change they're one conversation away from hope they're one conversation away from breakthrough you know again we had a server last week named tashua and it just starts crying at our table uh comes to the event radically gives her life to christ i mean just this young vibrant like and she's like man i was about ready to quit i was about ready to give up and you know i don't know why you guys came you know but it's just like god is after the one and so you know i love pouring into others i, I love frankly i love when others are on stage more than i love when i'm on stage because that means i get to be home uh but <laughs> yeah I mean, I just, you know, it is, it's different seasons, different rhythms, but I just, I found that like, if I'm not full for me, then I really have nothing to give. And so, yeah, I mean, but I, I genuinely love, you know, I love what I do. And honestly, I love being home, man. It's just like, there's no place like home. I, I mean, I know when I look out the window here, this isn't like the epicenter of culture, 
Um, but you know, like your heart is full when you're with your people. And, um, yeah. you know, this is like, this is very stoic. We're a very stoic people. Like I, I joke to people, I learned to preach in front of people <laughs> who have no emotional response whatsoever. If they, if they're nodding their head, the Holy spirit has fallen in that room. So that's a good, <laughs> uh, good training. You know, at the end, at the end of the, at the end of the two years, I know you'll be doing other projects. I'm sure in the midst of this, knowing how busy you keep and you are. But at the end of the two years, what is success for you when it comes to this tour? You know, for me, it's two things. One is, um, well, maybe more than two things. I think it's unity and prayer across the state. Like more people praying, more people looking up. I think we just have a tendency in culture of like, we get so swept up in the latest cultural narrative. We get so swept up. And especially next year, we're going to another political chaos. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun next yeah, well, and I just think as as a, as a follower of Jesus, we have to be reminded where our hope is, right? And so if this can raise the water level for people to say, you know what, my hope isn't in, you know, the state house, the White House, whatever, my hope is in heaven. And like that, that can be an anthem of grace that is over us. So that's number one. Number two is that all across the state, that young men and women, that old men and women will be equipped. Right. We want to train and unleash an army of young men and women that, you know, honestly, if if you don't have a positive role model, you kind of don't have a shot, you know, like you need a living, breathing example. Right. So it's like turning these evangelists loose across the state, doing these events across the state. This would be one of the only times for an entire generation of kids in my state that they're going to be exposed regularly to people that love Jesus and are kind of normal you know, or kind of cool or whatever it is, you know, but it's just like, that is life changing. So to, to have them like feel that, see that, that that can start to seed into them dreams and visions. And then the third thing, honestly, is just giving these young evangelists a chance. Like I remember when I was just getting started, I would go anywhere. You know, I was a server at a, a barbecue restaurant and I would use all my tips just to go and preach anywhere that would have me and and they didn't I don't know they couldn't afford anybody you know so I would I would use that money to pay for my gas and I would use that money to buy a prop I would you know do whatever and I just was like so hungry to go and and there is a generation they want to go they want opportunities uh and and honestly this is something that is kind of taught as much as it is taught and it's like hey let's go and do it and then let's learn while we're doing it like hey what went well what didn't go well and I just think all of that to me is super transformative. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I'm just genuinely just really excited. Well, I'm looking forward to tracking with you on this. You know, I, I think it's interesting, you know, we're having this conversation. We talked about the the good and the bad in, in culture right now. And there are a lot of people who have been told a lot of lies, right? A lot of young people about finding God essentially within themselves and truth within themselves and all these things that we know are not true or fulfilling. And it feels like, like you were saying, this is the first time a generation is going to see those things in your state. That really is a great opportunity to to show that, hey, these are lies. You're not going to find them in here. Here's where you will really find it. And that, to me, is amazing that you guys will be there to show them that. So I appreciate all that you're doing, and I appreciate you taking the time today. Yeah, man. Well, I'll just I'll end with this. I'll say in, 20, in 2000, uh, I was a junior in high school. That's how old I am. Um, but I, uh, my, it, it was the first time I remember in my life, I was in 
first time I remember in my life, like something was happening that my whole church was excited. And I had never seen my whole church excited and passionate. Like I'd only seen this around elections. I don't, but it's like the whole church was excited and it was to share Jesus. And it was because there was this guy coming through our state named Luis Palau and he was doing a statewide effort. And, uh, and honestly, like I didn't get super involved in it. I was in high school. I was in basketball. That was kind of my life at the time, but it really changed my youth pastor's life. And I got swept into the current of that impact. And so I just really think like, man, we want to live faithfully in a way that others are going to be impacted behind us. And so, yeah, I'm just excited, man. Love what you do. And uh, yeah, just love the chance to like, you know, shine hope in the midst of this crazy world. Well, let's uh, let's keep up with it. Please keep coming back, telling us how it's going over this uh, journey in the next year to appreciate your time. Hey, thanks, Billy. That's all for today's Newsmakers podcast. Be sure to tune in for the next episode of the show and also head over to the CBN News YouTube channel and the CBN News channel to watch Newsmakers every week. We'll see you soon.